Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rebuttal Podcast for another week. I'm your host, Mick Brennan. As usual, I'm joined by Shane. How are you, mate? I'm very well, Michael. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, Just got a little bit of housekeeping. Apologies, there was no uh, show last week. You were indisposed with work. And so I teed up the coach to come off the bench in your place. And then I got waylaid with with some personal stuff going on. And I had to leave the leave the coach high and dry. So so uh, we ended up being no show last week. Uh, so we're back this week, bigger than ever. We've got a new segment this week as well, which I'm looking we forward have- to. I think we're going to kick off with that, aren't we? I think we should, mate. I reckon we should kick off with it. Let's let's get amongst it. Righto. So the the new segment we're going to have is called three questions. And how it's going to work is that I've got three questions that I'm going to ask Shane. And he hasn't seen him yet, and he's got three questions he's going to ask me, and we've got a minute to answer each question. So, uh, so do you want to kick off, mate, or do you want me to go first with mine? I'll, I'll kick it off, mate. I will kick it off. So here we go. Three questions. Number one, without notice, has Formula One outgrown the Monaco Grand Prix? Yes. <laughs> it was the most boring race of all time. There was it no was- overtaking on the track. Uh, it was. There was just. It was boring. I, I would drift off halfway through it. And, uh, yeah, it's. I think we were talking about it during the race. They need to redo something because I get the whole prestige of Monaco, but redesign the track, make it bigger somehow. I don't know how they do that, but they need to do something with it, something rational, that big. So, yeah. Yep. Well done. Yeah. All right, mate. So my uh, my first one for you is uh, are you standing by your West Coast not making the eight claim? Well, you've got to stand by it. Um, yeah, oh, look, Richmond are outside the eight at the moment, so um, someone's got to drop out because they'll definitely be there. Gee, they'll, they'll, they will win a majority of their games at home, but if they keep putting up poor performances away from home, then they're a chance not to make the eight. So... Um, but what I will say about the Eagles is they may make it, but if they do, they're just making up the numbers. They're not a genuine uh, top four threat. They're not a genuine shot at the at the flag. And, um, you know, they might go, oh, we've got injuries. Everyone's got injuries. So that you can't really hang your hat on that. But just uh, as soon as they get out of WA, they're pretty ordinary and they dropped the game they should have won on the weekend. Uh, and it's not the first time that's happened this year. All right. Good job. Good job. Uh, next question for me, I think. Next question for you. Have St Kilda erred in trading for players like Hanbury, Crouch, Hill, Zach Jones, Ryder, Butler, Dougal Howard, rather than going to the draft? Oh, well, in hindsight, maybe. So <laughs> that's a big fence hit for you. I, at the time, I thought the Hanbury one was a, was a, was a good trade. Uh, you know, and then obviously he's struggled a bit to get on the park with injuries and stuff like that. Uh, Dan Butler's been good for him, so you could probably maybe that one's a is a tick. Um, and yeah, but you know they're going no good, are they? So you've got to say no, I think. As right in, as, yeah, so I mean, you say yes, they have heard. Sorry, yes, they have heard. Right, yeah. very good. All right, mate. Uh, more next one for you. Are the Indigenous Guernseys underutilised? I think they are. 
I love, I love them. Um, you know, and that's the real, really, that's where our game started. You know, and they, they have such an influence in our game, um, and their talents are just magnificent. And I love the, I love the Indigenous jumpers, and I think they are underutilized for for sure. I know they're generally not just one or two games. They generally do stretch out over a month, um, where they sort of use them at different times. But why can't the Indigenous jumpers be the away jumper? Why can't that be the clash jumper or something like that? I think there is greater opportunity for them to be used. And, um, yeah, I wish they would. I, I really like them. So Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, mate. That's It was a bit of a leading question. I was hoping you were going to answer it that way. And and uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in on them. So I reckon they're great. Very good. <clears throat> one more for you. Last one. Should the AFL consider a review system to overcome – the run of late incorrect decisions like in the uh, Geelong Lions game, the Swans Geelong game, and then last week again in the Crows Melbourne game to overcome some of those blunt umpiring blunders late in matches. Are you talking like a captain's challenge? Um, no, I don't know. Not a captain's challenge. I'm just a review system similar to what they use in soccer. Uh, no, I don't think they should. Uh, so I think if they're going to do anything, it needs to be like a captain's challenge. Uh, I think that, uh, they can't review each individual thing. And if they do, the game's already stopped. So, um, I think that, uh, I think that there's something needs to be done. Um, but I think that it is more of like a captain's challenge type thing, uh, similar to what they have in rugby union, I believe. And I think they've got one in league this year. Have they? I think, um, so I think that that's more appropriate than, you know, which ones, otherwise it's which ones do we review? Do we stop the game after, you know, was that mark 15 or not? Like, oh, no, it wasn't. Well, too late. Everyone's already stopped, so we can't call play on. So I think that it has to be a, uh, a captain's challenge type scenario. Differing opinion. Get, I have yeah. a differing opinion on that. I, I don't like putting the captain because they can use it for other reasons. So, we're just under pressure. We just need a break for 15 seconds, get together and, and ch- try and change the momentum of a game. That could be used for that situation. So I don't like that. But I think for some of those blunders, like the clear ones, like holding the ball, um, both of which have been, uh, well, one's been directly in goal. The other one was a deliberate the other night. Like that is just, you know, it's a, a, an umpire watching on the screen um, could just go, that's deliberate. And then just, whisk, you know, like the VAR and the soccer say, you've got to take that back to that position. That's deliberate free kick to, to Melbourne 30 out directly in front. Um, I, I thought maybe that could be an option, but I don't like the captain's call one. I don't like, no, I think that would get abused. All right. Uh, so last question for you, mate. Is Danny Rick better off at McLaren? Than Renault or Alpine? Uh, the, yeah, than Renault or Alpine or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, clearly better. I mean, you just only got to look at the championship standings to – to identify that, I mean, Alpine, while Lock-On did well on the weekend, um, McLaren are clearly in front of, of them. And given time, Danny Rick will will um, will climb the ladder, the the standings ladder. He's having his struggles at the moment, but he's he's I think he's op- he's been open about that. Um, it's a quick car, mate. So I'd rather be I'd rather be uh, in his position, like you know, being room to improve in a quick car than you know, doing everything you can and on your game and, you know, finishing uh, lower on the, 
on the uh, over the finishing line. So it'll it'll come, it'll come to him, and um, he's still a chance to you know to get on the podium this season. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. So. Rightio, mate. Well, let's uh, let's cool talk work. some AFL. I've got, we've got some breaking news, which is uh, I don't know how good breaking news is on a podcast that we're releasing about five hours tonight. But the uh, the Suns Hawks game's been postponed because of the yeah, there was duty played in Darwin this weekend. Uh, COVID restrictions that the for the Northern Territory government we're going to put on means the Hawks can't fly up there. So uh, so that game's been postponed. I think they've just brought their buy forward uh, a week. Uh, each of them we're going to have a buy next week. So um, yep. I think at the moment that's what's going to happen. They'll probably play next week if, if all goes well. So if all goes well. Yeah. Uh, not sure what's going to happen. But as I said, like it's literally just breaking. I read it just before we before we started recording. So just thought, yeah, yeah, there's a fair bit happening, obviously, in the world, uh, especially Victoria with COVID. So um, I think a lot of the borders will be shut. So most of the teams playing away this week have, have left. Um, so I know the Blues... Well, one of those, I think, uh, that the Bombers are already over in Perth. The Blues are in Sydney. Um, so, yeah, and they've they've obviously uh, postponed that Suns-Hawks match. So, yeah, it's all happening. Um, so, stay safe, everyone. Yeah, it's exactly right. I saw, I listened to uh, uh, Jacob Weedering on uh, SEN this morning, and uh, he was having an interview with, uh, with Jared, and he said to him, uh, you know, like, I, you know, what have you done? You know, like because we we you know we basically he's on the way to the airport essentially, and uh, he said the AFL have said to us that you know we're definitely coming back on Sunday, and uh, everything will be good, and uh, and then Jared said to him, so did you only pack enough gear for till Sunday, or did you pack more? And he goes, no, I packed more. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, we yeah. so the following week we play we're meant to play the Eagles. So look. It, there's every likelihood that that may not go ahead in Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, who knows what's going to happen there. So, uh, yeah, they may be stuck in Sydney and the Eagles might have to go up there. So we will wait and see with bated breath. But, um, was yeah, big week last week in, in footy, mate. A um, couple of absolute belter games. Yep, there was, and mate. Think... There was some, some great games. So we've already referred to – there was two – Two games decided by a point. Crows got over Melbourne, so Melbourne's undefeated run stops. Um, and well it's done. The only Crows. game the tip and two, just quietly. Oh, just quietly. Um, and then, yeah, Port Adelaide got over the Pies um, on Sunday. So, you know, a friend of mine said, oh, "What's what, there's only one thing better than seeing Colin get belled by 100 points. It's seeing him get beaten by a point. I tend to agree <laughs> with that one. Um <laughs> and then the Dockers got over the Swans by two points, and and that was a great great match. So it was a really good week week of footy. It started off Friday night though. The Lions made a statement against Richmond and really put the heat on Richmond in the second half, and they just had no answers. Uh yeah, no, mate. And the news doesn't get much better for for Richmond either. Uh so um. Tom Lynch. Someone going, Tom Lynch is going out with a with a, had a knee scrape and he's going to be out for a couple of medium term they've said so uh, so yeah we'll see what happens there hopefully it's only you know for his sake it's only you know six weeks or so but hopefully it's not much longer than that but yeah um, they've said medium term so that's you know not anytime soon so that's no good for them it is no good for them here's another question without notice can Richmond win 
the premiership this year? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Right, eh? So they're not in the eight at the moment. They've got a few injuries, and that's mate. They've been up for a long time. Let's let's be realistic about that. Like they've been up for a long time, and yep. it's it's really hard to to stay up that long. And uh, so you know they're a quality footy team, and it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you can write them off just yet. Uh, in my take, they've got a lot of good players to come back. But, yeah, if you don't finish top four, you really struggle to, to win the flag. So, um, yep. we'll know, we will know in a couple of weeks, I reckon. Um, yeah, so other than that, mate, your cats had a good win. Bit of controversy this week, actually, on that match. You Every- know, Nick Holman run down tackle on, um, on Duncan, Mitch Duncan. I think they. I think. I think the tribunal got it right. I think the the match review officer has had an absolute barring. Um, how that is? How is that, that is? Is that a mayor? So. How that is weeks? How that is weeks? I don't know. But um, no, the tribunal got it wrong. I uh, got it right. Sorry. So which is good. Um, shouldn't have got to that point though. But yeah, I think you know the the ploughman one really could have gone either way. I think the blues have appealed it. I think they might be wasting their time, but, and uh, I think the, the other Isn't one. Is he out this up... week anyway? Cause he's, cause he's got a corky or something. He's not, he he's is. not playing this week anyway, even if he get, even if he gets off. That's what they've said. So, but so... I think they're seeking, seeking clarity. Seeking clarity okay. Fair enough. Yeah, said, so. That's all right. It's costing 10 grand or something, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's all right. So there's a bit going on there, but um, big week coming up though, mate. And it starts, on Friday night, 1v2, Doggies v Melbourne at the MCG. Uh, no, it's not that Marvel, mate. Sorry to oh, sorry to burst your bubble. Marvel. Oh, <laughs> it's <mate>. at Marvel. <laughs> why, why is that at Marvel? Why can't that be the MCG? They should should change that. Oh, I think it's because it's a Doggies home game. And yeah. they, mate, they're, they're a different side away from Marvel. Let's, oh, no. I, I, it's... Yeah, it's advantage them playing at Marvel, oh. and you know that, that that have brought up this brought up the whole debate again as well about the um you know teams playing away from home games during the season, and so they can get money and and all that sort of stuff in gate takings, and the AFL deciding where they play in the, in the finals and stuff. And I uh, mate, being a, as you know, being a caddy supporter, I'm I'm of the opinion that we should be playing 11 games down at the Cattery and and finals if we if we if we earn them. So it was absolute bullshit a couple of years ago when we had to go up to the MCG to play Richmond after we finished top of a ladder or second or whatever we finished. And uh and yeah, it's a disgrace. So, so do, you, I, do you think that if if that situation occurred again that effectively no Richmond supporters or members can go to the game? Do you think that's, so, do you think that's right? Well, so there's always a a proportion of tickets for for the opposition fans. But how many? Like how many members would be out of an opposing team get to go to the GMHBA stadium? Uh, I don't know the exact figure, but I'm guessing it's a similar percentage that are allowed to go to Optus Stadium when the Eagles are in a home final. Yeah, but what's the what's Optus Stadium? You know, what's the um? Nah, it's, yeah, it's same. Same, yeah, exactly. So, same percentage. 
but but well, let's go the let's go the 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 SCG then, which is I think a similar crowd capacity to to Cadinia Park now. I mm-hmm. think yep. uh, the same deal there. Sydney, you know, if they're playing, you know, GWS like in a in a final, then GWS tickets are only a small proportion of that, and Sydney get the rest. Like it's it's what it is, mate. It's I, th- I think if you earn the right to to have you know, down at the Cattery, what is it, 50,000 or something there, I think. Um, I might think not be that much. I think, oh, yeah. I was going to say, that I think you're cool. stretching it. I think yeah, it's probably, what is it? I think it's 45 or something. I might have to look that up, actually. So, yeah. what we're doing it. Um, I think you've earned the right and that you should, um, you should 36, be able to. 36,000, 36, mate. And that, for me, yep. Not enough. So you can't – if you played Richmond and got 100,000 members, you're going to say, yeah, you've made a final. Well done. Here's 5,000 tickets. Oh, you can't do that. You can't well, do that. They do – but that's what I'm saying, mate. Every other stadium in Australia does it. So like every, every other, other – Every other stadium in Australia has a bigger capacity than 36,000. Well, then that's fine. But they, they should, you know, shouldn't let us play there at all then. I don't know. That's, well, I'll that's be okay what, with that. Do, <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, GWS, GWS, and how, many, how much does Carrara hold now as well? Like that's you know, and and we're a GWS playing bloody uh, that oh, that local stadium or whatever it is. Stadium, at the local oval, mate. Like that only holds like fifty blokes, mate. Like. So, yep. <laughs> So, I, I, me personally, I've got no issue with it. Like, if you and if you're a Richmond fan, then you know, and your team doesn't finish to get a home final, then stiff shit. Like, you uh, suck it up. So, you get to watch it on KO like the rest of us. So, anyway, who's we do, we digress, mate. We digress. The doggies do. in Melbourne. So, who's your, who's your tip? Uh, look, I've got the doggies at Marvel, mate. Yeah, I, I had Melbourne at the MCG, but now I know it's Marvel. I've gone with doggies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next the next game is uh, those filthy magpies and and my boys. Uh, that's at the MCG though. Oh, well, I mean, do you know the way up there? Do you do you have to go to Google Maps to find your your way up to the G? Do you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> at least it's more than two train stops away, and the fucking fans can get there. So. <laughs> I think cats win uh, this. Cats, cats win this. Ah, uh, yeah, cats me as well, mate. The Look, improved, well, improved performance by Collingwood. That we must say, um, should have won must against. We? against well, I'm going to. Uh, should have should have beaten the power. Didn't. Um, I just think the cats the cats win. Uh, yep. Next game. Next game. Lions v Giants at the Gabba. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got the the Bruins, mate. Too strong up there. Yeah, I think the Lions they they they're the form you know probably the form team of the competition at the moment. Uh, you know uh, the doggies got beat a couple of weeks ago. Melbourne got beat on the weekends. Um, so they've you know I think they've won five or six straight. They'll, they'll be taking care of the Giants up there. Yes, mate. And then we go to the uh, as I like to call it the Ben Folds game this week. The battle of who could care less, St Kilda versus North Melbourne. It's a bit like that, isn't it? I'm... It is a lot like that. Uh, but I've tipped the Saners. Oh, they were putrid on. They were absolutely pathetic last weekend. I, 
they were just witches hats, mate. They they should have been wearing orange. They were witches hats. It was an yep. absolute disgrace. There were big some big names go. You reckon you'll get a response, rats? And yeah, I've I've got the Saints. Uh, next up, the Suns. Well, the Hawks. So that's been postponed. So um, Eagles Bombers at Optus Stadium. Uh, yeah, Eagles to me over here, mate. Uh, yeah, as, as we were talking before, Eagles a different story away from home. But over here, I think they're too good for Essendon. Yeah, Eagles. Uh, so the next game, mate, is uh, Richmond versus Adelaide. And I think that one's going to be at the G. It is at the G at the yep. moment. So, you know, as we know... Um, yeah. Adelaide or South Australia have closed their borders to Victoria. So what happens there? If they go over, they can't get back. So I'm not sure what's happening in, in that space. We haven't heard. But if it goes ahead, um, Adelaide were good, very good against Melbourne. Can they bring that intensity back-to-back weeks and away from home? I'm not sure. So I'll go to the Tigers. Yeah, Tigers for me as well, mate, for the exact same reasons. Next up. Next, Next up, up, mate. mate. Is the this Grenfell is, Cup. This is big, mate. This is big. <laughs> the Swannies and the Blues. Yes. Swannies and the Blues. Um, I'm keen on I'm keen on Carlton. I'm you know, we've shown in glimpses our best is to match it uh, for for periods of games um, with the best teams. And I think, you know, we took care of Hawthorne, who are a bit of a bogey team for us. I think we've up until last week, we'd only beaten them t- twice. In- so here's a, here's a stat for you. Uh, my brother-in-law, Barracks or Hawthorne, I've known him since 2003 or something. I think up until last week, we'd only beaten them once since I'd known him. Um, true. Jeez. So, did, yeah. Did you, give it, did you give it to him on the weekend? No, no, that's not, that's not my style, mate. That's not my style. <laughs> it might have been a few, might have been, you know, a decade or so so ago, but not now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm keen. I'm keen on us. I think we can go up there and get the job done. So I'm I'm going the blues in an upset. All right, mate. I'm not upsetting the old fella. I'm I'm sticking with John. I'm tipping Swannies. Roger that. And finally, mate, power versus the Dockers, Adelaide Oval on Sunday. Uh, yeah, look, mate, this could actually end up being the only game that's not affected by COVID this weekend. Uh, so, uh, but Port for me. Yeah, Port. Oh, geez. They've, they've been a bit disappointing of late, but, um, you know, they got lost the game to the Doggies. They fell over the line last week. I think coming home, um, they'll, they'll, they'll beat the Doggers, who have been good. Dockers have been good, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Dockers beat them. But I'll go, I'll go the power. All right, sounds good, mate. All right, let's move on to some NRL. Yeah, mate, NRL. We are getting closer to um, State of Origin, so they have announced the starting to announce the teams. They announced the Blues um, team, so it's all sort of happening. We won't go through the players, but. Uh, yeah, I think we've got the look, big fella coming on next week to go through Origins. He doesn't know that yet. He'll know when he listens. But, well, uh, I think we said that a fortnight ago, and we still haven't touched base with him about that, but uh, he'll be keen. He'll be keen. Yeah, he'll be up and about. <laughs> yes, he'll be up and about. But the top of the table, Panthers, mate, they're still there, 11 and zip. 
11 games in, and they've only conceded 84 points. I that don't know ridiculous. what the... I don't know what the record is for the least amount of points conceded in a season, but they'd have to be on track at this stage. Um, yeah, they are just, yeah, they're just flying at the moment. Yeah, so they are. No, and then the the our boys, the Storm, are looking all right, sitting in second at the moment, and they should have another nice this week. They are. They took took care of the the Raiders last week, um, but take the Rabbitohs, mate. They haven't they, buddy? Dropped away. Panthers beat them 56-12, if you don't mind, last week. So, And the Eels, who were up in fourth, got smashed by the Seagulls, 28-6. So just a few teams starting to slide. So, And the Seagulls, who were bottom about a month ago, are now sitting in sixth place. Can you believe that? Coming. They're coming. They are, mate, with, with a rush. With a rush. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's move on from there, mate. We've, the French Open starts on Monday. A bit of tennis. It does open. The French Open is uh, starting soon. And I'm going to say that the men's draw, it's just a photo complete. Just trophy now. Well, you don't even have to engrave it. You just probably didn't need to put Another year next to the name, Rafa Nadal. I, barring injury, I would agree with you. There we go. As long as he's uh, got his body right, he's good to go. So he just yeah. put his name on the on it. So get it done now. Get it done, mate. I think we've uh, we've 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 gone different in the women's draw, though. We have, but I think we might have. We might have uh, swapsied from the Australian Open, mate. I've gone Ash Barty. I've You've gone, gone the Barty. Bar- yep. And I've gone Go Naomi. So, Naomi. Uh, yeah, I learnt my lesson. And uh, I'm, she's the best women's tennis player around at the moment. I'm sticking with her. Yeah, no, I think Ash Barty. I think, I think um, over there, Clay, um, you know, not that pressure from home Grand slam. Just get in the right headspace and just go. And I've, I think I think she'll do that. And um, yeah, I think Ash Barney, yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll follow that as it kicks off. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit next week and uh, just, you know, make sure all the big names are getting through and uh, and everything like that. So, mate, have you got a overrated, underrated? Oh, I do, mate. I do have an overrated and underrated. How about you? Uh, yeah, I'll probably got oh, one of them. I'm, I'm sitting on the fence about whether it's overrated or underrated, but I want to talk about it. Well, so, you don't know which one it is, Zach. Well, righto. Um, uh, my, sorry, say again, buddy. I said you'll see what I mean when uh, when we get to it. Will I? Um, my overrated, and we talked about it earlier, but my overrated right now is the Monaco Grand Prix. It is seen as the jewel in the crown. And it may well be for Formula One drivers, but from a spectator at home, it's terrible. It is the most boring Formula One race. And after lap one, there was no overtaking on track. Um, And it's just, just, you know, just so boring. I just found it just to the point where... I almost didn't watch the whole race. And, you know, for me, I watch all of the races start to finish. Um, yeah. You know, very rarely do I miss one. It was I a struggle. As well. It, so. it was a real struggle. And really nothing to do with 
Um, you know, with Danny Rick not doing well because, you know, back in the day when Mark Webber wasn't doing well, which was about the first eight seasons of his career, um, <laughs> you know, I, I religiously watched every race and um, just because I love the sport. But, gee, I struggled, mate. That was terrible. And they need to do something about that. So I don't know what they do, whether they go, you know what, it is the jewel in the crown, so we'll come back here every third year or something. Or we've got to change the track up, but they've got to do something. They've got to do something. Um, and well, if you've got one that's sitting both ways, shall I do my underrated now? Yeah, go go now. Yep. My underrated is GWS Giants coach Leon Cameron. So at the start of the season, he was zero and three. They got they lost to St Kilda, the Dockers, and Melbourne. People were calling for his head. People were saying no, Ross that- Lyon, let's get him up there. Let's get Ross Lyon in there. Um, he's you know he, he's coming out of contract. They backed him in. Now, sometimes it doesn't always work well when you get backed in by the board, but they backed him in and they gave him a contract extension. And since then, they've gone five and two and they're in the eight. Um, he's done it. He, people go, oh, you know, the Ferrari. He's got the keys to the Ferrari and stuff. He's done a pretty good job up there. He's got them in the grand final. Couldn't get across the line. But, um, yeah, I think at the moment, Leon Cameron is definitely underrated. I would agree, mate. They've, I reckon they've got the most pilfered list in AFL history. Everyone's everyone has had a crack at about fifty of their players. Like they they have lost so many big name players over the last you know little while, and uh, you know they've gear blokes have got a few. We stole a full forward off them. It was it was fairly handy. Uh, you know, there's. There's they've had lists just like absolutely pilfered because of salary caps and all that sort of gear and other reasons sometimes. But yeah, they I think he's doing a great job. So yeah, I I think I think the the Suns would be the only team that's had a more pilfered list. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, probably right actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, but uh, no, I, yeah. So what's yours, mate? Talk me through it. All right, mate. So my overrated. The first one, we'll go the first one. This one's a is a nice, easy one to get your head around. Is the 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 Canberra Raiders? We mentioned them before, stealing the Iceland Thunderclap from their their soccer team, and uh, they don't do it very well. And I think it's very overrated up there. Uh, so yeah, just wanted to mention that because it's nowhere near as good as the Iceland one. So now the one that I'm on the fence about. The Olympics still going ahead. So, um, whether it's overrated in that it's ridiculous that they're even thinking about doing this and, you know, the whole of Japan's in lockdown or at least Tokyo is um, and and everything like that. But then I think maybe it's underrated because of all the work that's gone on behind the scenes and with getting teams vaccinated and and... Uh, you know, the, all the, the sorting out, all the testing they're going to have to do and everything like that. And I'm, I'm in two minds about it, mate, because I'm, I'm like, should it go ahead? Probably not. But I tell you what, mate, as soon as it starts, I'm going to be glued to it for the whole bloody two weeks. So, Can I just say that what you just said makes absolutely no sense? <laughs> You can say it because it's probably bloody true. So, <laughs> mate, so. right, I'm 
yeah, it's not underrated or overrated. It's just, it, I, but it's great. I agree with you in the fact that it is great. It's going ahead, and I will be tuned in intently when it when it does occur. So, um, yeah, bring it on. I hope it goes ahead. Bring it on. All right, mate. Something that does make complete sense to me. Let's talk some soccer. Liverpool Champions League spot. You beauty. Oh, mate, how <sighs> lucky. Um, in the weeks leading up, the results fell the you know, the way you needed and, and they got in. So, I mean, well done. They had to find some form and they had to start winning and winning at home and they did that and they got there. Yeah, mate. I, I, uh, so I don't think we've talked about it because we had the week off. Uh, we haven't talked about the Ellison goal. Sending up the keeper at 95 minutes and him just slotting it in like he's been playing up in the centre forward position forever. And uh, it was it was early hours of the morning over here and I was still up because I was watching it. And uh, I may have just done a little dance around the lounge room. So it, was, <laughs> it, it just was a sweet header. It just, yeah, it was just a thing of beauty to be honest. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't like Liverpool at all. But it was a thing of beauty, and yeah, like, and I just love seeing the reactions afterwards. You know, that's what makes sport special. I think is yeah, those passionate moments, and that was definitely one. So good on them. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was, it was, it was brilliant to watch. Uh, thanks, mate. It was, it was very good. Uh, so unfortunately, though, on the weekend, uh, uh, Tottenham missed out uh, on a, on a <laughs> yeah, eight, that's heartfelt. Yeah, on a European spot. Uh, look. Mate, I'm actually genuinely upset for you because, you know, after as long as Liverpool make it after that, I don't really care. And uh, so, you know, it's uh, – but as we talked about earlier in the season, it's good to see teams like West Ham getting getting into into Europe and stuff like that. So – They didn't um, Oh, so they made Europa. Sorry, not yeah. – they didn't make the yeah. Champions League, but they made Europa. So yeah. – um, so yeah, you know it's it's going to mix it up. But mate, big weekend in the, in the in the championship. Oh mate, I'm pumped about this. So we have talked about this a little bit throughout the year. So the English English League Championship, mate. So um, Swansea got through over Barnsley, so that was to be expected. But Brentford got over Bournemouth, and that was unbelievable. So after the first leg. Bournemouth was up one zip and looking like, yep, they got the first goal in the second leg. So effectively they're up two zip and you're just like backing them in for all money. Then tied stuff. There was, there was Bre- genuinely people standing in the queue with their tickets, mate. Mate, they were, they were. And then bang, Brentford, bang, bang. And then in the 81st minute, got the one to put them up three, two in aggregate and didn't they go off? And they ended up getting up. Now they are in the English League Championship final to against Swansea to get into the English Premier League. Now they have never been in the English Premier League. This would be amazing. The Brentford Bees, get on them, everyone. Want to see them in there? They're a new second team. And I, you know, I don't do second teams. Do not do second teams. I'm, make, <laughs> I'm making an exception. If they get in, they're my, they're my second team. <laughs> 
<laughs> so before we started recording, you said, that's it, they're going to be my team, I'm off Tottenham. But you've wound it back, and I'm kind of glad you did because you can't just jump off Tottenham like that. No, I can't do that. Uh, so, but no, look, well, uh, I think it's 10 o'clock on Saturday night, I think. we might I might have a tune in and and uh, get me bees gear out. No, I've got any. But, uh, <laughs> well, I was on them until I saw their colours, and that's their red and white stripes like man, if i start wearing red and white mate i'm just gonna cop it and then their shorts are black mate so there's they're like a mixture of the swans and the bombers mate i can't wear that gear what's going on there no you can't no you, no, you can't not not where you're living where you are so mate, I, no no so mate i'll get beat up if i start wearing that stuff so yeah but let's let's get on them and hopefully they get through and watch the game everyone if you can because Build up in the excitement. You know, this is, it's huge. And for Brent, if they get in, if they get in, it will just be one of the all-time great matches to watch if Brentford get in. So get on board. All right, mate. Uh, look, we've got one segment to go, mate. Better of the week. Better of the week, mate. I've got one. Have you got one? I do. Uh, now, you might think I've taken the cheats way out here, but I actually haven't. I was I was looking at I've got a I've got an eight leg multi for you. Oh dear. Mm. So, and uh, that can't be actually that can't be right. I might, I think I've stuffed it up, mate. Well, it <laughs> what sounds I was like do, you may have. What I was going to say was just whack all my footy tips in together because they are all morals this week. So, nice. so which which was. So for, for those, the dogs, the cats, the lions, Saints, Gold Coast, West Coast, Richmond, Sydney, and Port Adelaide. But Gold Coast, obviously, you can't do now because they're, uh, they're, they're big, that game's been suspended on the betting. Um, and you can uh, look, I thought you could get $8.25 about it. So that's what I thought I had it down for from the sports bet. But that, doesn't sound, that sounds a bit short, even for those. Well, $8.25. Ooh, yeah, that that's is a bit thinking. short. That so is maybe, a bit short. Maybe I forgot to add one of them in. So, um, but anyway, that's a moral get on. Doesn't matter what it's paying. It's money for jam. Money for jam. Right. Well, I've got um, at Eagle Farm. So it's a winter racing carnival uh, in Queensland at the moment. So Eagle Farm is the Kingsford Smith Cup over 1,300 metres this weekend. And I think G-Tra is just a moral. He's paying $4.80. So oh, $4.80, yeah, you sort of go, meh. Chuck in the Cats to win. Chuck in the Lions to win. So it's the Cats over Collingwood, the Lions over the Giants. And then bang on top of that, Nadal to win the French Open, you get thirteen fifty four with the power play, 15 bucks and 2 cents. So you've got to wait, wait a fortnight for your collect. But that's a decent. That's a moral as well. If that horse gets up. The rest of that is absolutely just getting the cue. Yeah, can, so, so much so that I've had 20 on it. So gamble responsibly. But this is the first time I've actually put money on my multi. So, yeah. <laughs> is it? Mate, yeah, I've been going, yeah, I have been going no good on the punt. Oh, to the yeah, point where I walked away a couple of weeks ago and went, no, nah, I've had enough. That's and, why I say gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, no, that's exactly right, and that's what I did. So I was going absolutely no good, lost what I wanted to lose, and that was it. I walked away. So, hey, yeah. um, 
Mate, I have no, I've just figured out we haven't talked about the Monaco Grand Prix. We've bagged it out in the overrated, and we've basically said in the um, three questions that it shouldn't go ahead anymore, but we haven't talked about it. So, in summary, it was uh, shit. Well, yeah, well, yeah, at the <laughs> end. Did I mention it was shit? Um, uh, Leclerc, I'm off to put Leclerc, Leclerc gets on pole and then doesn't make it to the to to the starting grid because of a drive shaft or gearbox failure, which probably was caused after he crashed out in qualifying, after he got pole position. So that <laughs> Max yep. Verstappen starts in second, but realistically on pole, straight to the front, stacks him up, let him go at the 200 and win. So a few other details that you've got to look into. We'll so it was... <laughs> Carlos signs second in the Ferrari, so they definitely improved. They looked to be... Around there, probably the fastest car, um, them and Red Bull. Um, Valtteri Bottas was he was actually in second place until all at the pit stop. There, Wilnut um, sheared uh, off. off and locked itself onto the shaft, and they couldn't get it off, so he was retired. Lewis Hamilton was, you know, I guess benefactor of all this because he started seventh, I think, then got up to fifth, then they pitted him, and he came out seventh. So uh, out of the pit, so it was just really poor by Mercedes. They've had an absolute barrier of a weekend. Red Bull in yeah, front that... of the championship, and um, Red Bull in front of the championship, and Max Verstappen, the new drivers' championship leader. Yeah, I, I, I think that'll be short lived though, just quietly. I think. I think that... Lewis Lewis will be steaming for the next two weeks, and uh, he'll come out and make amends at the next race. I think. So we'll talk about that next week. We will talk about that next week. Um, I just want to say well done to Lando Norris. So uh, came in third. I think that's his third podium for McLaren, and he's just um, he's in a strong um, vein of form. Danny Got Rick an extension some, too. He did somehow. Danny Rick's beating him in qualifying three to two, uh, but in the races, it's uh, I think it's four one to to Lando. So he's doing very well. He's very driving very strong, and um, yeah, it's well done to him. There are some other good drives, yeah, but overall, yeah, pretty pretty boring race. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was terrible. Um, so <laughs> that's the that's I'm not I'm not getting on board with it. I'm after listening to us tonight. I'm I'm getting off it altogether. So, right so <laughs> next year yeah. I'll just do the I'll just do do the uh, review of it next year, righto? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Right, mate. Another another good show. Thank you. Yeah, no, as always, mate. Thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, we'll talk to everyone next week. Sounds great. We might have Chris on for a bit of state of origin. Sounds good. <laughs>